What's going on, everybody? It's Yaga here. Welcome to Yaga Rambles. And today is a cold motherfucking day. Jeez. Oh, man, I've talked about it before, man. January just fucking sucks. I can't wait for this month to be over. And I'm I'm looking forward to spring. Like, I'll be honest, we've had a pretty mild winter. Um, you know, we've been pretty fortunate. But, you know, right now it's like Arctic weather out there and it sucks, man. I don't know what it is about the winter. I feel you would think being stuck inside, you'd have all this creative time. But no, I feel like I'm less creative in the winter time. Like, I just want to hibernate, uh, you know, gather my nuts and just uh, <laughs> do shit. Uh, how we all doing today? Doing well? I hope everybody's great. I've uh, had a decent week. You know, work's crazy like always, but eh, whose job isn't, right? <clears throat> Something I realized was like, how many worlds are within our world? You know, we live in this giant planet, and every single day there's an entire subculture going on in every single like area of life. For example... Uh, like I used to work at a grocery store and you could just, you know, like everybody used to be like, Oh, sit there talking about the different worlds. Like, Oh, those gods, you know, those night people aren't doing their job stocking everything. Right. The freaking people in the deli suck meat departments, assholes, you know? <laughs> and what I mean by this is like, no matter where you go, no matter what job you have, it's like another subculture of a world in a world. Um, if you know what I'm talking about, it's just crazy how many different things go on at one time in one day. It's really hard. If you step back and look at it, like, damn, there's a lot. Like, so much you can't even grasp uh, the concept of it, I think. Um, you know, there's construction guys sitting there going, okay, today we've got to move this cement block into that cement block. we got to dig this hole. And then, you know, just all the crazy, awesome things that we do as human beings on a daily fucking basis just to get life uh, going for our own lives, it's crazy, I, I guess what I'm saying is like, you know, I respect it, I get it all, you know, it's, uh, with people, you, you can't live life without people, man, you gotta have, you know, everybody for something, man, and, uh, what I found is the value of conversation, too, I, uh, I had breakfast with a good friend of mine today, and again, we, you know, we shoot the shit once a week, and it's like something I need, you know, I gotta have this conversation, because, this is a friend of mine who doesn't always agree with everything I say. And that's great because when you get those people in your life that just agree, so you can like kind of, you know, you justify how you're thinking or how you're feeling and you want somebody to validate your parking ticket, you know? I want you to validate my parking ticket. Um, but that doesn't necessarily always get you forward, you know? I think when you have somebody challenge uh, what you're thinking or, you know, your thoughts, it, it kind of... It forces you to change your perspective on things. And I think that's a good thing. I think it's healthy. And it's definitely healthy for myself. You know, I can only speak for me. But it's definitely something that I need. Like, oh, whoa, whoa. Maybe I, maybe I was wrong in this area. You know what I mean? Oh, whew. <sighs> Fucking dry. I'll tell you about winter, man. Fucking dry. I need a humidifier in this house. <laughs> it's so dry. Like, my nose is like, go fuck yourself. I need... Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. Chowing down some great Trader Joe's coffee. Do a little plug there. Wintry blend. So good. Oh, yes. Mmm. Anyway, um, I was just thinking how much I, uh, I miss concerts, man. I haven't been to a good 
fucking show in a while. And uh, I was going to this place down in Joliet, Illinois, you know, not too far down the road from me because they had a nice club called Mojo's. And they had, like, fucking huge bands there forever. I mean, I saw Killswitch Engage, All That Remains, Hell Yeah there. If you don't know already, I'm a rock metal guy. I have That's all I love. I love freaking rock concerts, man. And I've been to so, so many concerts. Uh, I went to, you know, Ozfest 2001, 2002. Fucking great shows. I've seen so many bands, you know. Slayer, you know. <laughs> Tattoo the Earth back in 2000. What a great... My first concert was... Uh, wasn't actually a metal show. If you really... Like... Technically, my first concert was a metal show, but if you really think of my first concert, I was like 12, and I was at the, I believe it was the King County Fair, and uh, there was a country band there named Ricochet, and um, I had a girlfriend at the time, 12, you know how it is in junior high, it's like a girl, you guys don't touch, you don't kiss, you do nothing, it's like, yeah, it's my girlfriend, and you just kind of hang out, or maybe that was just me, I don't know, <laughs> but uh, yeah. My first live performance, like real live performance, was this band called Ricochet, and it's just a country band. I didn't even know who they were, but I thought it was the coolest thing hearing everything amped up, like the sound of the kick drum, just like that bass coming through your chest. Something about it was like, wow, the fucking, even if it was, I don't like country music, but that's just, the sound quality was like, man, this is fucking amazing. Fast forward a couple years, I'm 15. And uh, my very first real experience at a show was uh, back in April 2000. We saw um, Slipknot, Mudvayne, and Dope. <laughs> that was an insane fucking show, man. Let me tell you. This was before Mudvayne's first album uh, came out. And if you don't know who Mudvayne is, go check him out. They're fucking amazing. If you're into heavy stuff, those who, those who know him, you, you know who I'm talking about. And Dope's okay, but what a fucking great combo that show was, man. I was all up in the mosh pit. That was like, you know, when Slipknot just first came out, so they were fucking just starting to get huge. And, uh, man, I went crowd surfing during Spit It Out, fucking getting my face kicked in. I had 5,000 people sweat. Uh, everybody's smoking and smoking freaking weed on there, and <laughs> you fucking stink. Like, you smelled so terrible after that show. Because you got... Everybody and anybody's sweating bodily fluid on you. And then, like... But for some reason, at the end of that... Man, that was fucking awesome, you know? Ah, <laughs> oh, good shit, man. I just... Oh, man. But now, you know, fast forward to me now. I I love I love going to shows, but I can't get into those... You know, I, I, don't, I used to go up to the front of the concert and just be in the front row, right up on stage, fucking seeing the people rocking out. Like, and then if you've never been in the front row of any concert of any band, what, regardless of, you know, whatever music genre you like, you owe it to yourself to get into that front row and really experience that performance. Now, maybe that's a thing when you're younger, at least for me, when I was in my teenage, early twenties, like, man, Oh, I, Oh, I fought for the front, got there early, stood there for hours, didn't go to the bathroom, didn't do shit because I wanted to have that whole experience. <clears throat> and then, uh, you know, now I'm like, oh, fuck this. Uh, I'll, I'll sit in the back, hang back here. Uh, nobody's touching me. This is great. <laughs> you know, because now I can't take it, man. I can't take the fucking mosh pits and the elbows and the, 
you know, people breathing on me. (laughs) I can't do it. So I I sit in the back and this Mojo's place was great because it is a small ass club, man. And I love little clubs like that. Not these giant arenas, but little clubs because no matter where you're at, you know, the, the, the performance, you can get a good show no matter where you're at. Whether you're in the front, in the back, everything's a good view. The sound quality is great. The show's awesome. And you used to be able to go upstairs. I think they changed it to something else now. Somebody told me. I don't know. I think they're reopened. But, yeah, that's what I want. I heard that Black Sabbath is coming to Chicago to do their very final tour. And uh, I kind of want to go to that. I've seen Black Sabbath. I saw them uh, whenever they got back together. Ozfest 2002, I think it was, or 2001, one of those. I think it was 2002. And uh, Sabbath played, and I got to see all the original band members, and that was pretty fucking cool, you know. They were fucking old then, <laughs> you know, but shit, now, I don't know. You know, Ozzy's past his prime, way past, and who knows. I, I've seen Ozzy a bunch of times, and Oz, I grew up on Ozzy Osbourne, Metallica, and Pantera. Those are like my three bands uh, that got me through my adolescence and my teenage angry years, you know. There's no other band besides Metallica. And only Ozzy makes me cry. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that, that's that's how I connected was through music. Uh, I believe music is a great connecting form of art where you can get out so many emotions, whether it's sadness, anger, happiness, you know, all of them, man. It's all through music. There's a song for everything, I think, at one point or another. <laughs> Excuse me. Didn't mean to do that, but uh fucking froggy, man. Um yeah. Black Sabbath coming to Chicago. I you know, I'd love to see it just because, you know, if that is going to be their last tour, I I wouldn't mind seeing Sabbath again. It was really cool to see them play fucking Iron Man and all that shit and uh, you know, that was uh that was like, you know, my dark force when I was a kid, some Black Sabbath, man. Iron Man, you know. I don't know, that'd be cool. I think it'd be cool, but something, I need something, man. It's been a couple years since I've been to a show. I was going pretty regularly uh, back in, like, 2013, that time. You know, I saw my, like, my now favorite band is, like, All That Remains, and I've seen them a bunch of times now, and they're they're fucking great. I got to meet Ollie, the guitar player, at that Mojo's place. He came out into the crowd, snapped a picture with him, and was like, oh, my God, you're awesome, you know, like, totally geek out, you know, because they're just hanging out in the crowd, and... That's why I like those small venues. It feel like, you know, when I was younger, I had this fantasy that all these people in uh, that are like actors and musicians and famous and, you know, they're like somehow like these amazing beings on earth that are just like, oh, you know, like if I'm in their presence, like I'm just going to fucking, I'm going to see the light and everything's going to be amazing. And then you get older, you realize, and I talk to a lot of people I've met, you know, some celebrities, not a lot, but a few, and uh, I've talked to people who are actually really good friends with certain people, and blah, 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 and you get older, and you realize, man, these people are just dudes, just people, that's all they are, you know, like musicians, they're just people that decided to play guitar, and shit like that, most famous people, you know, you hear, like, they were working at a fucking grocery store, breaking down boxes, (laughs) so you never know, it's not like they're fucking, they were a nuclear physicist, and then they were, all of a sudden, are just famous, it's like, no, they were just regular people who, uh, you know, had a knack for the creative arts, and they followed that path, and then that's how they became the way they did, you know, so that, I mean, for that's cool, man, because I, you know, who, I don't like having a real job, <laughs> you know, 
I never like people telling me what to do. I got a fucking ego. <laughs> but who does? Who who really likes being told what to do? I don't know. Where I could just speak for myself, and I hate it. I hate having a job. I like to focus on other things. I I like to just keep doing shit that I enjoy in life, and uh, you know things like that. Things like this podcast. You know what I mean? I'm gonna talk real low and real serious with you guys. <laughs> um, yeah, but oh man, be sweet to go to a freaking uh, freaking show. Uh, I'm trying to think. What was my best concert experience? Ah. Oh. Now, let me tell you a story real quick of my best concert experience. Probably the best and most memorable concert that I've been to in my life was back in 2000. It was Tattoo the Earth. And it was um, it was a huge event, man. It was Slipknot was headlining. Saw all kinds of bands that day. Uh, Mudvayne, Hatebreed, Cold, Systematic, Slayer, Seven Dust. Uh, there were like 20-some-odd bands. This is an all-day event. And the funny story about this is that we're sitting... Um, so this is in Bridgeview, Illinois, and they put it in a sports dome. And for those of you who don't know what a sports dome is, it's just this big fucking bubble, you know, uh, and they have like batting cages, shit like that, you know, little recreational things. It's a sports dome. So we're in there. This is where they have the show. You got, I don't know... Three, four, five, six thousand people. A lot of fucking people just packed into this jam-packed one entrance to this place. One. It's a swinging, revolving door. Halfway through the day, they run out of water. We run out of water at this fucking show. I mean, like, literally, they're out of bottled water, nothing. And again, I like to be in the front, and this is when I was, like, 15. So we're sitting in the front row just fucking doing, um, they had, like, little hoses. They're just, like, hosing us down. And since everybody fucking smoked or smoked something, (laughs) this entire sports dome was filled with this thick fog of smoke of all kinds. Just sit, and it wasn't going anywhere (laughs) because there was no ventilation. You've got way too many people for this sports dome that were supposed to be in there. So you've just got a, a sea of people, a cloud of smoke, so we're all dying, no water, but it was the best fucking show ever, man. <laughs> fucking, that's when I saw Slayer, and I had a respect for Slayer that I didn't have before, but then I saw him, and I was like, eh, you know what, it's, it's pretty good live. Yeah, I, I see why people were all into Angel of Death and Raining Blood and all that shit, but, um, wow, dude, and then, um, I was all excited, because we took, uh, my parents station wagon and at the time i had a learner's permit for my um my driving license and my uncle took us all and we had a whole car full of friends we piled a whole bunch of people like nine people in this car me a bunch of buddies and one chick (laughs) and uh we you know i'm like i'm gonna drive to the show and i was like oh i get to drive them driving the show i think i almost got in a car accident you know because i was fucking stupid i was 15 didn't know how to drive yet but i wanted to because i was all excited because you know i got my learner's permit and when you're that age and you can drive a car that's like the highlight of your existence is fucking being able to drive a car and i got to drive to the show and oh man but that show was great man fucking slipknot was killing it uh, just if I could relive that day, even with all the torturing, agonizing pain of no water, we were all dehydrated. Like when Seven Dust came on, we had to take a breather and go off to the side of the stage because we were literally dehydrated and exhausted. And at the end of the show, you like I said, you have one exit. It was literally one revolving door. There were no other exits out of the sports dome. It was probably the biggest fire hazard and code. 
violations of all time. Like, if there was a fire in that place, we all would have been dead. Like, there's no doubt about it. Looking back, like, Jesus Christ, man, we were probably, uh, holy shit, we're glad nothing bad happened because we all would have been fucking dead. Uh, and it was, it, we had to, it took us like an hour to get out of the place because you had to just let people go through the door. Like, literally, two peop- one or two people at a time because that's a fucking revolving door. So it was insane. It was insane, but it was worth it. And I've been thinking, like, looking back sometimes on those crazy-ass wild times, like, fucking A, man. Ugh. That's kind of, kind of shit. And you get older. What happens when you get older? You sit in the back of the freaking concert, and you're just, like, looking on, like, oh, that was great. Oh, they got two more songs. Let's leave early so, you know, we can uh, beat the traffic. <laughs> oh, man. Anywho. All right, guys. I'm going to wrap it up here. Uh... Let me see. What what are uh what are some of your favorite concerts to go to? Do you guys have any stories of any cool events that happen? Anything like that? You know, I like to know. Leave me some comments. Uh, download this episode on SoundCloud for free. Uh, follow me on Facebook, Twitter. I will be returning sometime this week, maybe next week with a guest. I don't know. I'm trying to get people on this podcast, but you know, if not, all you get is me, guys. All you get is me. <laughs> All right, everybody have a good one. I'm out.